<laughs> On today's episode, we're going to talk about how you can detox your life, having fun, and quesadillas. <laughs> Let's go. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of The Blind Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jonathan Grzbowski, and today I have with me Sydney Campos. She is a leading transformation mentor supporting visionaries with comprehensive holistic wellness, business strategy, and mindset mastery to live life beyond their wildest dreams. Sydney is a stand for bold authenticity, abundance, radical self-love, and liberation and helps her clients achieve all of the above, which she knows starts with them thriving from the inside out. That's wordy. I like it. <laughs> However, she is also a seasoned expert in PR, marketing strategy, has 200-hour registered yoga teacher and meditation guide. Uh, the list goes on and on. Sydney is an avid adventurer who can be found traveling between exotic retreats where she is now currently in Mexico City. She hosts around the world throughout the year while having her home base in Bali. Amazing background. I can't wait to hear all about it. Sydney, before we do, I have to ask you a question that is very important, near and dear to my heart, and we're going to start with an icebreaker. So imagine you just had the absolute best day in your life. You're a world traveler, so I'm sure this, this answer will be extremely unique. But what is that one piece of food that's going to make your day complete after you just had the best day of your life? The one day, one piece of food? Food, yeah. <laughs> wow. I feel like yesterday I had that. Yesterday I had this amazing day. I was at the pyramids of uh, Teotihuacan outside of Mexico City, which are like these ancient Aztec, um, like pyramids. And then after that, I went to the most local spot for quesadillas and tacos. And it was like the best I've ever had. And at one point I asked for like something else in my quesadilla. And one of the women was like, we don't have that right now. And then the other older grandma was like, yes, we do go out into the garden and get some. <laughs> wow. And so I had this like super fresh, like taco and quesadilla combo it was amazing. That is really cool. Uh, so it sounds yeah. as if that like you don't have a place. It's more so whatever it is in that moment, right? Totally. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good to live in the moment. I, I don't think a lot of entrepreneurs are able to do that. So you know, you know what, before we get into all that, because I have a ton of questions based off of your background. First of all, tell us about yourself. Who are you and what is your story? Well, you already read that like super energizing <laughs> introduction. <laughs> Sorry, I was laughing a little bit. I'm like, whoa, that's a high power. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you said it all. I mean, right now at this moment, I'm, I'm in Mexico for a few days before I go to back to New York for a few weeks. And I'm excited to go back to New York. It's one of my favorite times to be there during the summer. And I've, I've been in New York for seven years prior to spending the last probably nine months traveling. Um, I went to Bali for what I thought would be like a month, and I ended up staying there for seven months, <laughs> um, as, as I think happens to many people. And um, over that time, my business has really just started to thrive in, in such an incredible level. And um, I, I've been running my own business as an entrepreneur, as a mentor, transformation mentor, as you say, while also advising startups and, and running retreats, teaching yoga. I've been doing that for 
just a little bit over a year. Um, so I've had a really incredible journey. I'm sure as you know, and as everybody listening knows, entrepreneurship is like the fast track to, you know, all sorts of accelerated growth on all levels, right? Certainly like personal development, um, you know, really learning to, to work with fear in a new way. That's something I really mastered this past year. And, um, yeah, but I'm just having a blast. I am, I am feeling like I'm able to be really present with where I'm at and, I'm really enjoying all the new creative opportunities coming my way. Um, I just got a, an opportunity to write a book, um, like I mentioned with you earlier, and that's going to be about empaths and, and people who are you know, energetically sensitive, who can feel what other people are feeling, who can think what other people are thinking. And um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. And so I feel like I have a very integrated I'm involved in many different things, but they all feel very integrated and, and connected at the moment, which feels great. Yeah, and I want to hear a little bit more about something that you, you mentioned, which is personal development. Um, why is that so important to you? Wow. So, I mean, that's my life. My life has been about personal development, has been about seeking truth, has been about seeking purpose. I think from a very young age, even when I was a little child, I really felt this calling, almost like a, a burden, I guess. It felt like a burden for a long time when I was younger of needing to, to help, needing to help make the world a better place, wanting to help fix what I perceive to be problems, wanting to help people um, on a grand scale. And um, yeah, and that's always fueled, you know, most of what I have done um, has really been connected to that. At various times in my life, that's become a, that has been a challenge because I, uh, times where I was just really seeking success, seeking outward success and, and kind of validation, I would feel disconnected from that sense of purpose. And that caused a lot of turmoil um, in the internal sense for me for many years. And um, yeah, so I mean, that's, that's it. I mean, I feel like everything is personal development. I feel yeah. like now in this moment in time, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, most of my clients who I coach are entrepreneurs and, and visionaries and it's all about personal development. If you want to be at the top of your game, whatever that is, creating what it is that you're here to create in the world, you better believe that you have to be tuned in to bettering yourself, mind, body, spirit, right? Taking care of yourself, really being in touch with your creativity, your expression, being in alignment. Everybody wants to be in balance and alignment, right? But that's what it is. We want to be happy while making a difference, while you know, creating amazing abundance and having success. Yeah, I mean, based off of the answer to that question, in addition to your your bio, you have this very giving um, aspect to your your person. So, has that always been? Have you always been like that? Has you have you always been just that that giving and and caring person, or is this something that's relatively new for you? <laughs> no, I would say I'm more myself than I've ever been. Like in this moment, you know, I'm so clear on you know what I'm here for, who I am, and 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 that's always been part of me. I've always had that expressed, however, at varying levels. I mean, a big part of my story has been, and certainly what my book is going to be about, is about um, being a really sensitive person. So always feeling what other people are feeling. Sometimes taking that on as my own, because underneath it all, I always wanted to help people feel happy. Um, but that's a very unsustainable way to live. You know, if you're going around absorbing everyone else's sadness, depression, anxiety, anger, whatever it is, and also not knowing that that's what I was doing for a long time. So at a very young age, I got into, um, drugs and alcohol and really like 
use that as a big escape mechanism for me to turn off, turn off my feelings because I was feeling so much. It was so overwhelming. And I really, um, I did that pretty hard, hardcore for about a decade, um, starting when I was like 14 until 24. And, um, you know, that was a pretty selfish period in my life where I was really focused on um, just doing what I wanted to do, you know, and really disconnected actually and really sad. It was a pretty sad time. Mm. Um, but that catalyzed, you know, everything that I do now is like from so many lessons learned in that time that, you know, ending that period catalyzed my whole introduction into spirituality and, and transformation. And um, so it's all, per it's all absolutely perfect. And so part of my mission now is to really help people um, realize that they don't have to go through that. They don't have to go through kind of the darkness that I went through in order for things to change or in order for things to get better in their life. Yeah. So I mean, thank you so much for being telling that story. It's very personal. And, and I, I do want to ask, um, if, if allowed, of course, do you remember? I'm an open book. You can ask yeah. whatever you want. I really don't hide anything at all. I'm totally down to go go uh, in there. <laughs> all right, cool. Um, do you remember the moment where that that light bulb kind of hit and was like, you know what? Like, what the f am I doing? Like, I need to become, you know, this other person, you know, that you are now. Do you do you remember that? Can you speak to that moment at all? Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the most important moments in my life. Um, I believe it's the moment where I first connected to a feeling of, you know, finally not being alone because it's, it's kind of a, <laughs> it's a pretty amazing story. Actually. Um, I was pretty deep in my addiction I was doing all, I mean, I don't recognize the person that I was at this point cause I was really like far gone. I was like heavily into drugs and drinking and I was really leading many multiple lives. So I was working full time in advertising at the time or was it, in finance. I had just moved to New York and I was working full time in finance, but I was also doing this like stuff after work that was really scary, dangerous, like kind of hustling because I was obsessed with making money. And um, it was really dark. And, and also though, I was seeing a therapist because I really, again, connecting to purpose. It was like, maybe if I could just get some help with figuring out a job that is going to help me align to my purpose, I'll feel better. <laughs> And I remember being in therapy, um, and after a few sessions, I finally told this therapist what I was really doing. So I told her I was working full time, but then on these nights of the week, I was also working all night long, you know, on drugs, drinking, and just feeling horrible. And it was the first time in my life that I told someone the actual truth of mm. how I was feeling and what I was doing. And in that moment, I the look on her face looking back at me um, pierced me to the core and was just this feeling of like, oh my God, like looking in the mirror and just finally seeing that the way I was living, I was going to die. I was like asking for it. And I was already like a shell of a person essentially at living the total lie. And um, that's what catalyzed me really like realizing that I needed help. And that's when I, I got sober, started getting sober. I'm, I'm curious how influential uh, is that individual in your life now? Do you still talk to the, uh, to the ther to that therapist? Yeah, it's so funny that you asked that because literally as I was about to tell you this story, I had a memory of um, she just Facebook messaged me the other day because we've been connected on social media. I think we connected like maybe a year after. I've been in recovery for about almost six years. In November, I'll have six years. And um, I um, so we've been kind of connected and she's written a book and she's just this phenomenal woman. 
And she just messaged me to um, share her book that she had just published. And and so she sees all of her things that I'm sharing and videos that I make. And she's we kind of interact in that way. So it's it's kind of it's this beautiful just sharing. Like we're almost on a similar like we're now on the same team. You know, mm-hmm. like we're kind of doing similar things in our lives. And and for, for me, it's like it's just so full circle because. I'm doing what I've always wanted to do, you know, and to now be, you know, connected with someone that was so instrumental in supporting me, being that mirror, um, just feels really like I'm so grateful. You, you mentioned that you're on the same level now. Um, we originally connected on Facebook because I think you were either mentioned on in, a, in an article or you just created this really cool video that I saw. Um, how has the digital world of marketing helped you get your message across? Oh my God. Well, I just think all the time that I wouldn't be able to do anything that I'm doing without the internet. I mean, literally my whole career, um, since I started in New York, getting into like advertising, ad strategy, integrated marketing, all of it's been digital, right? And, And everything that I've done as an entrepreneur, from working with startups as a marketing advisor to my own clients everything is done online and all of my marketing has really been done through social media all of it has been done very I I mean it's really funny I oftentimes I get like questions about like how did you come up with your brand and I love your branding and I love your marketing and and it's a really I love to talk about like where we are right now and the the like in marketing because I didn't put any like thought into creating a brand. My brand is just who I am. And if anything, my brand is like radical authenticity and making videos that like sometimes scare the shit out of people because they're so real. (laughs) And I'm just, I'm all about like shining the light on the shadow as much as possible. But somehow that speaks so deeply to people that they're thinking I'm like creating a brand. And, and so it's, it's interesting. And we see that even happening with bigger brands, right? Wanting to be more personable. To be more like connected with intimacy and with depth, and and this is what people are really craving is truth, more truth, and seeing through, seeing through anything less. So, so it's a really fun time to be where we are, and um, like thank God for the internet because like, it's like everything that I do is is through the internet now. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, so so then the, the follow up to that is like, how are you translating that into into a business? Because at the end of the day, you need to be paid for what you do. Um, and you need to be able to, to afford the aspect of travel and life and, and freedom. So how are you able to take the, um, the social posts that you're doing, the brand that you're creating, and then translating that into uh, you know, the business that you have? Yeah, totally. So I'd say I've learned so much about this um, over the past year especially because I, I am like you know a brand marketer and I have done you know social media strategy for big companies and um, it's very different. Like my own, my own personal approach for my own, you know, platform. And ultimately like my main focus right now has been one-on-one mentoring clients who are, you know, entrepreneurs and visionaries, um, who I support with really holistic, holistically with business strategy, mindset, health and wellness, spirituality, intuition, um, and then also group programs that I run. So masterminds and then also retreats that I host all over the place. Um, and I've used social media to market and essentially convert right clients just by what I told you, sharing really authentically, sharing stories. Like I'm a storyteller. P- 
people relate and resonate and I'd share a story and I write and I communicate on video in a way that makes people feel like, oh my God, me too. I'm not alone. That's that's a, what I would say is like the biggest thing that I have a gift of like sharing is that feel like I help ignite in people that feeling of, oh my God, me too. Mm. Oh my God, I can do that too. I can do that too. I'm not alone. Because I always say like what I've created and if I told you a little bit more in depth about like where I came from, maybe you would maybe understand it's a pretty radical transformation and continues to be. Um, it's available to everybody, right? And it actually is. And so I'm really passionate about breaking down the steps and tangible tools that people can use like to really create more clarity, more purpose, more abundance, all the things that we want. And, um, and then it, that en ends up being a beautiful funnel you know, to connect with the people that are really resonating with what I say, who want to work with me one-on-one -on -one in a very kind of in-depth container through coaching. So what, I, what I'm hearing is that aspect of like you are not afraid to admit that you have failed or to shine a light on the fears that you have because the content that you're creating is driven based off of experiences, um, you know, being vulnerable. So... I guess, like, how did you become, like, how did you make it okay in order to share your vulnerabilities and, you know, your fears um, in, in life? That's an amazing question. Yeah, I would say that everything that I do, that I, that I strive to do is really motivated by truth, right? I'm like, I'm, truth is my number one value, like radical truth above all else. And... My journey with that has been really challenging. It started with, you know, getting sober because I was living a lie, <laughs> you know. So what was true was I was going to die unless I changed. And what was also true was I needed help. I couldn't be alone anymore. And and that started this whole journey of just more truth seeking and, and in sharing more truth and in being vulnerable and being willing to be really seen, I needed to first really heal the relationship that I had with myself, mm. which was, you know, do I actually love myself enough to have the security within me to know that I'm safe and I'm good no matter what anybody else thinks about me? Because something I had learned at a very, very young age, which I'm also writing about in my book, which a lot of people relate to, is this like very subconscious programming that can happen at a very, very young age that many, many of us have which is this, you know, learned conditioning that in order to feel okay about myself, I need to make sure that you think I'm okay. I need to make sure that you think I'm, you know, doing the right thing. I need to make sure I have validation from other people before I believe that I'm, you know, where I'm supposed to be or that I deserve to be happy or that I deserve to be taking care of mm. your sense of value contingent on things outside of yourself. So, I could speak about that forever and ever, but that's been a huge part of my journey. And the more that I've allowed myself to be seen and the more self-love I've cultivated and allowed myself to tell my truth in a very visible way, the more, the more love I develop for myself and the deeper connections that I experience in my life, the more I'm able to connect with people at the, the level of depth that I really want. So uh, I'm giving you a hypothetical situation here. How can I love myself? in order to be spiritually free? <laughs> That's 
that's an amazing question. Wow. Um, hmm. Well, I think also freedom is different for everybody, right? So everybody has a different sense of what truth means to them, what freedom means to them, what power would mean to them. I tend to kind of like lump those together because they're so interrelated and, and certainly love as well. So, I mean, the first thing that I really um, would want to support you in hypothetically and also, you know, that I, that I really support most people in depending. It's, it's amazing. Everybody wants different things. But actually, everybody wants the same thing underneath it all, right? So I get a lot of clients who are like, I want support with strategy or abundance or my bit taking my business to this level or having a new intimate relationship or, you know, having a nomadic traveling lifestyle or whatever it is. And underneath it, actually, most of the desires underneath them is really a, a desire for deeper trust, is a desire for deeper trust of yourself, deeper um like desire to have a, a true sense of like empowerment of trusting your intuition, trusting your unique intuitive guidance that only you have access to. That's always guiding you with the perfect steps that you need to take to get to where you want to go. Right. And so again, that connects to the conditioning that I just shared about, which is like being taught at a very young age to always listen to what everyone else thinks and follow the rules and follow the leader and, and just being disconnected from yourself. So really what I find is like you have the answers to your own questions. Like you have the answer to exactly what you need. The challenge that most people share is just clearing, clearing the path to really receive that guidance that you have within you. So I guess to that exact point, how has your practice of you know, yoga and just making it all come full circle, how, how has that helped you elevate your your sense of purpose Ooh. well it's funny I mean I've done I've been practicing yoga for a long time and even when I was like you know in my partying kind of days and even in my addiction I was like doing yoga really? <laughs> I would like go to yoga as like a detox after an intense weikang which is like so unhealthy to like go to Bikram yoga as like super hungover <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go do yoga, it might as well be Bikram if you're partying that hard because Bikram gets it all out of you. Like you could be as high or as drunk as a, as a, a MFR and you're coming out clean. So it's bad. Yeah. It's like super dangerous to do that, by the way, for anyone that's listening. Oh, really? It's like very dehydrating. Yeah. But I, that's just how I am. I mean, I would go super hard and everything. And so yoga was a consistency for me, a thing. It was a thing that I was seeking. I was see, always seeking connection to spirit. I was always seeking a connection to something within myself at a deep level. Um, I was even using drugs to seek that thing, right? I was like having a spiritual experience, like seeking through that, through those like really harmful avenues. But um, but so yoga was a way that I could go and connect even when I wasn't fully like open to really connecting consciously. Um, and then, yeah. And when I got, you know, clean, that was something that really took off for me in a way that was like, wow, this is really powerful to really connect back to like being in my body, connect to my feelings, connect to my intuition and, and build like strength and personal power. And, um, and then I got to do a teacher training and now I'm a teacher of it. And, and I mean, I'm always a student first, right? But how has that helped me in my life? It's a foundation. And I would say even more beyond like the asana, like something I like to talk with people about. It, it's funny. Uh, I was just talking to someone about this yesterday. Like 
yoga in the modern sense can often be thought of as like this it's like power yoga and like gymnastics and like handstands and all this cool stuff that people do on instagram and it's amazing but at the core of it yoga is actually it's a lifestyle and it's about an attitude and it's about connecting to spirit and to others and it's really about um it's about soul and so that's kind of of more where I'm at practice like I have a super strict asana practice every day like many people I know who are teachers do that and have their practice and I don't have that at this moment but I meditate and I more importantly live this lifestyle which I believe is an integrity with what I really value which is you know peace love truth power empowerment of others and um and that's how that's how yoga really is kind of manifesting in my life right now and then I love to teach obviously I love to teach like at retreats I love to create yoga programs because I see how powerful yoga is for connecting people to their body and to their spirit because especially in New York City I mean teaching yoga there is so funny because people are like I just have an hour Mm. like I just have an hour to drop in and they want to like get a workout and but it's beautiful to see when people have a breakthrough of like really connecting to like their themselves and really allowing themselves to relax and get out of their minds and open their heart. And so I like, I live, I live for that. Like it's the best feeling to see people experience that. That's awesome. Uh, what's it like being able to travel the world and, and do this? Um, I mean, how many countries have you been to? How many pl- places have you been? Uh, I'm, I'm just curious to see like how your travel lifestyle is, is um, you're able to keep up with, you know, this balance of, of work and, and play. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll just give you every example is like super current. Um, like I, I'm in Mexico City for five days. I was just in Tulum for two weeks and, and I'm always creating. Like my life is very integrated. And, and some people I have worked with um, or collaborated with have, found that to be a challenge, right? To like create the work-life balance, even though, you know, in most cases we start our own company to create more of a balance in our life. It can very easily become um, extreme. Like there's no boundary because especially if you love what you do so much, you can find yourself like always wanting to work on it. So in a way, like just how I described that my brand is just like my life and sharing authentically, I'm always like working. I'm always sharing. I love to share. And, um, And so, you know, my week this week has been kind of a creation week. Like I'm in this beautiful apartment and I'm enjoying writing and catching up with clients and and everything's very integrated, like I said. Um, And to your point of like, you know, traveling and what that's actually like, this is recent for me. I have always wanted to be doing what I'm doing. I have always dreamed of living out of a suitcase. I've always actually dreamed of having like, you know, not having an address and just being able to like take off. Like that's something I've always wanted. And I literally have only been doing that for the past year. And so it's, it's, and who knows if I'll do that forever, but at this moment, it's like, I'm I'm still actually building in, like I'm still building up to that because I still have an apartment in New York that, as I mentioned to you, I'm like looking forward to to emptying out, getting rid of a lot of my stuff, most of my stuff. I'm not even going to have storage or anything. I just want to clear it out. And then literally just have a suitcase and and see where the flow of life will take me. Because in my experience, the less anchors I have to things that, you know, I'm trying to like control outcomes for, the more I'm open to receiving really amazing opportunities, such as like I was just invited to go teach on a 
retreat, another one in Bali. And and so the more open, I'm creating space. So the more space I can create to just allow those opportunities to come in, like that's more in alignment with really where I want to be. Yeah. And I guess, um, I mean, are you traveling alone? Do you have like a, a group that you're with or? No, I'm pretty solo and I'm, I'm really enjoying it actually because I love, I mean, I'm super, what I'm finding about myself actually at this moment in my life is that I'm super extroverted, but I'm also introverted. It's like a weird mix. Like I love being around people, but I'm also like loving being alone. Yeah. And I'm, I frankly have this week been having a lot of time just to chill out in this super nice apartment and, and I'll see my clients, you know, on video sessions and, and things like that. But I've really been enjoying the downtime and, um, and also I'm so blessed, like wherever I've been traveling, I end up having friends. Like I've never been to Mexico city, but I put on Facebook, like I'm here. And I immediately got all these messages from people, some of whom I haven't even seen in years and, and other friends who had moved from New York who were like, let's meet up. So I feel like I have friends all over the place and, or people introducing me to friends on my behalf. So it's, I feel really connected, but it's, yeah. it's also nice to like, do my own thing. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's so cool. Um, I'm curious to hear a little bit more about you, know, you as a person and some habits that you, that you do. Um, because habits I'm, I'm, are, are critical to uh, a business professional's success. So are, are there any particular habits that you do uh, every single day that you just uh, make you become more efficient throughout this yes. lifestyle that you, that you live? Absolutely. And my habits have needed to shift as I've evolved. So like, I'll give you an example. I've been really into this, um, you know, concept of quantum leaping. <laughs> I would say, especially since January, my business has expanded and, and grown in, you know, so many amazing capacities, including like revenue, including the level of clients that I support um, really, really phenomenally. And so as that has evolved, the way that I've taken care of myself has really needed to evolve. And I would say that I started taking care of myself in a different way in order for that like expansion to happen on all the external ways. Right. And so, um, one of those very specific tangible things that I would offer to anybody who's listening, who really wants to create, um, like I said, a, a strengthened kind of deepened sense of self, deeper trust in your intuition, and actually, this ultimately has the function of um, increasing your self-worth, right, which then increases your capacity to receive abundance. Um, and it's something I'm, I'm going through with my mastermind group that I'm running for, for four months. This is a really powerful practice, and it may sound even so simple, but it's so powerful. So all it is, is before you wake up in the morning, before you fully, fully wake up, maybe your alarm goes off, um, you just literally before you get out of bed, before you're fully conscious, you consistently every single day make a commitment to doing this practice and it can be about 10 minutes. So say you spend five minutes and you're just in bed, you have your eyes closed and it's not even like a meditation. It's more like a conscious visualization. You spend a few minutes really dialing into the things about yourself that you're really grateful for things about you in that moment, not outside of you, not things that you have things about you and who you are that you're celebrating right now in that moment before you even wake up. Things about you that are awesome. What makes you special? What are your gifts? You know, what are you excited about? What do you love about yourself? And you literally just go through that internal exercise of congratulating yourself, loving yourself, like just getting stoked, right? Like, oh my God, you're like, I'm awesome. <laughs> and then you transition to a, a, another few minutes of just visualizing your day ahead. 
just visualizing like, uh, and I really like to encourage people to question like, wouldn't it be fun if, wouldn't it be great if, wouldn't it be amazing if, right? And then letting your imagination really play with how amazing things could go for you throughout your whole day. And maybe there's some things you like have to get done or have to do, but imagining those situations in the best possible, like ideal way. And you just spend a few minutes and then, you know, obviously meditation is one of the most important things in my life that has helped me to get to where I am. And so I absolutely encourage everybody, especially entrepreneurs who are creating incredible vision in the world to like get a meditation practice to support you and really feeling that internal balance, having discernment of, you know, things like fear and truth, <laughs> intuition, um, things like that. And just being able to have a more balanced energy because, you know, in entrepreneurship, things can be crazy. It's like up and down roller coaster. So the more that you can create your own level of energetic balance in your life, the more that you're able to make decisions from a place of confidence, empowerment, and be open to like amazing opportunities flowing to you. Mm, beautiful answer. Um, eloquently stated. I'm curious <laughs> to hear about uh, the resources that you use. Um, I'm sure I know for me, and this is uh, if I, if I don't touch my phone for like an hour, I'll just like scroll down and I'll have like 50 emails, uh, magic. I'm like, how, like I literally done, didn't touch my phone for an hour. Like what is happening? So are there any resources that you use every single day that you can't live without? Um, what is the, what do I use? Well, I love that resource of just not touching your phone. <laughs> it's really nice. <laughs> Teach me your ways. I did that yesterday when I was at the pyramids. I'm like, I'm not going to be on the phone at all. And it was great. And um, what you're talking about is boundaries, actually. What, I, what I'm hearing is boundaries and the importance of really creating your own schedule and having boundaries of your time, placing um, an enormous value on your relaxation time, on your work time, on your focus time, not multitasking. Something I've had to really learn um, actually like kind of decondition, deprogram my way out of, because I used to like win awards, like in my agency, my previous agencies that I was in and, you know, being like an operations director and producer and things like that, I would literally win awards for like my ability to multitask, right. And get so much shit done. And like, it was, it was amazing. Like people were like, that's incredible. How did you do that all? But I wasn't really putting my full energy into like, you know, like to the highest degree that I possibly could to like really focus. And so that's something I've needed to learn in my business, the importance of really focusing energy on like just one or two things that matter the most to me. And so to do that, I really utilize calendaring, like scheduling, scheduling my time, scheduling blocks of free time, scheduling blocks of like focused project time. And then also um, making it very hard for people to schedule time with me, actually um, having like Calendly, having a tool where if people want to get on the phone with me, because I'm at a point now where I'm really blessed. I have many people wanting to work with me or wanting to do things with me. And, and I just send them um, a link of like scheduling time with me that and then the time is blocked out according to when, you know, it's not super easy. It's not like every single day, five hours. It's like very specific. So I encourage um, everyone that I work with actually to, to consider that, you know, same level of like value for themselves, like really valuing their time, being clear in their priorities and picking only like a couple things to really focus on each week, scheduling the week ahead. Right. I, I like to do that, like really evaluate what's most important for me this week. 
what needs to be canceled in order to make space and time and allow me to feel energized for showing up for those things that matter most. Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, my final question, this, uh, the blind entrepreneur, this podcast was created for individuals who may be temporarily blind in business. They may not be able to see the obvious, maybe, you know, that take it back to the time when you were in that situation that you were in and you were just stuck in that headspace and couldn't get out of it and see the person that you are today. So to those individuals, what are three pieces of advice that you would give to a fellow entrepreneur or to a fellow person? Um, I guess speak to yourself uh, you know, several years ago. <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah. So hmm, what would I say to you if you're in a blind spot and you can't really see what's ahead or what's next or you're forgetting? I mean, usually how I really support people is I help them see who they really are, right? And I help them remember who they really are, what they're here for, what's important to them, what matters to them, what their gift is. And I would say the most important way to really um, ignite that remembrance within yourself would be some of the things I just said. So meditating is an incredible, incredible way to really um, ground and to be connected, like develop that relationship with yourself. Meditating, and there's so many ways to meditate. I have a whole collection of different modalities and, and meditations on my YouTube that are just for free if anybody wants to check that out. Um, going to, um, you know, meditation groups is another really fun in developing a practice. So, and then I would also say, like, returning to self-care. Whenever I notice people in blind spots or in challenging situations or, or having this feeling of, like, being lost, being lost, being unsure, being uncertain, being afraid, right? Like, being really afraid. Sometimes when we're about to have, like, the biggest expansion of our lives, it can be, like, the biggest feeling of resistance and fear that we've ever felt that can oftentimes make us feel like giving up, right, or stopping or just, like, cancel. Cancel that all. I don't want to do that. And it's usually, like, I'm so interested in that moment. It's, like, the biggest fear is, like, meets the biggest resistance, and that's the moment that you have to jump and then be in that new expansive state. And for times like that, the most supportive thing you can do for yourself is make sure that you are really giving yourself everything that you need. So are you sleeping well? Are you eating well? Are you exercising? It's pretty basic, but people forget. And I see it again and again, even with like CEOs and people that manage hundreds of people and who are incredible. But it's like, cause you just get stuck in your mind, getting stuck in the mind that only knows like very binary possibilities and frankly just wants to protect you and has a lot of fear, you know, kind of preset in there to protect you. So the more that you can take care of your you know, your body and to really be clear energetically in your body um, through healthy eating, through rest, through healthy relationships, right? Really detoxing your life of any relationships that are a drain on you. Anything mm -hmm. that you don't really want to be doing. How are you spending your time? Are you doing things that you don't really want to be doing? Because that's like an enormous drain on your focus, on being clear about your direction. Um, and then I would say lastly, like, are you having fun? <laughs> That's something that a lot of people forget about. It's like, because work can be so serious. And, and especially if you're a visionary and you're committed to, you know, making the world a better place or creating like the, the latest project of like the future company. And um, like, remember to have fun. Some of my clients, I encourage them to schedule fun every single week <laughs> or even every day. Do something fun. If you're not making time for fun and enjoying your life, what is the point? 
Like you're not here, you didn't create your own company and your own vision to be a slave, right? You need to create freedom, create time for fun and joy in order to scale, in order to grow, in order to receive, you know, more of what you need to get to the next level. So that's that's what I would say. Love it. Well, Sydney, thank you so much for your time. Uh, You have successfully completed the podcast, so congratulations (laughs) to you. Um, The next 30 seconds is yours. Go ahead, look directly into the camera. Tell everybody what you have going on. How can they be a part of your journey? How can they follow your mission? Oh, thank you so much. What a blast. So the best way to stay in touch is just, uh, you can check me out online, sydneycampos.com. Sign up for my newsletter on my website. I write a lot in the and keep uh, everyone up to date on my events and retreats. I have some great retreats coming up, one in Mykonos for women seeking radical freedom um, in October, right before my birthday. And then I'm running my own retreat in Bali over New Year's for 10 days. It's called the Magic Awakening Retreat. It's going to be so incredible. And yeah, and I'm also speaking at a few different events coming up. I'll have a, a book coming out sometime next year and I would just love to stay connected with you through social media and my newsletter and I look forward to, to getting to know um, anyone listening in who who resonates or has any questions. Awesome. Well, Sydney, again, thank you so much for your time. To those of you that are still watching and still listening, thank you guys for always liking, commenting, and subscribing. Until next time, everyone, have a good rest of your day. Thank you so much for watching this video. Don't forget to follow me on any and all social media platforms using the long last name above, followed by the letter J. If you want to get lost into the dark abyss of YouTube, click either left or right for another video. And finally, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. No, seriously, don't forget.